brother. I love you. Oh, no, you don't get to use this mic. Um, God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Well, just give me one moment as I open up my big book here, my mini, mini notes I have set out. Oh, there it is. Okay. So, give me a second. I'm a little used to a smaller crowd and not carrying a mic when I do youth. I usually talk to 10 people and they're right there. So I usually don't have notes and a mic and a Bible. So just give me a second. But uh, with all that said, I'm very excited to be talking today. Bradley and Walker, um, they came to me about a month ago and asked me about preaching. And then I got the, the go to be able to preach. And um, I, I'm, I'm very excited for today, but I'm more excited for next week for Flip-Flop Sunday um, because, I mean, it's been a while since I could be in a Speedo in a church <laughs> and have an excuse. <laughs> um, so I'm very excited for that next Sunday, um, needless to say. Um, but on a serious note, a lot of you do know me. I'm Bradley Riley, as Bradley said. Um, I am the youth pastor here at the River Church. Um, I've been going to the River Church since, I think it was May 17th, 1999, or my birthday. Um, so yeah, I've been here a while. Um, but I, I've been the youth pastor here for, I don't know, what was it, a year? Have we been doing a year and a half? Yeah, something like that. And I just, before I get into my sermon, I kind of wanted to talk about, you know, how that started. Um, me and Walker, you know, Walker's been somebody in my life, you know, Pastor Walker, has been someone in my life who I could look for, um, for guidance or just friendship in general. Um, and we used to have, we still do, but we used to have these talks every week where we just talk about life in general. And one week, um, I told him that, you know, I had an idea and he told me he had an idea. And we both had the same idea of starting a youth group here at the River Church. And... I mean, I don't know if that's God working or not, but for us to both have an idea on the same day to do something is pretty unique. Um, but anyway, we, so we started it, and, and it's going great. We're still doing it. And um, today I'm kind of going to talk about why I, why I wanted to start it. And it was because when, when I was young, I'm still young. I talk like I'm super old. I'm still young. I'm 20. But when I was a teenager in high school, I felt like, once I get out of high school that, you know, I didn't really have anything to stand on. I didn't have anything firm to stand on. I didn't have a solid foundation. And that's really the title of my sermon today. It's uh, basically, it's solid foundation. And so what I'm going to talk about today is how can we build our lives on a good, solid foundation? And I'm going to talk briefly about kind of what that looks like. So if you have your Bibles, um, and if you have your Bibles, you get five points um, that's something we just started a youth group where if you bring your Bible, you get five points. And there, yeah, so it's a long, complicated thing. But if you have your Bibles, we're going to be reading from Matthew 7, 24 through 27. And this is a little few verses in the Bible that is also known as the parable of the wise man, the wise and the foolish man. Um, so yeah, let's just go ahead and get to reading, and then uh, we'll find out why one was wise and one, why one was foolish. Okay, so Matthew 7, 24 through 27. Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat 
beat against the house, it, will, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand when the house, oh, sorry, when the rains and the, wind, and the floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty clash. Let's go ahead and pray real quick. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for this day. I thank you for everyone being here today, Lord God, and I just pray that as I preach, Lord God, that you just give me the right words to say, and uh, that we'll have uh, just a good time. In your holy name I pray, amen. Okay, so the first thing I kind of want to talk about before we get into the scripture a little bit is I want to talk about this spring slash summer project that that Chris had and that we did at our house, and you guys will kind of get to see it when um, we go to the potluck on next Sunday, is we kind of had a little project to um, tear down our old deck and build a, build a new deck. And so, Susie, you have those photos. That's a part of the old deck, so that's just like in the teardown process. Um, you can go to the next photo. That's just some of the old wood that was there before. You can go to the next photo. That's us working on building the new um, wood and putting up the new beams, and that's that, and then the next photo. That's pretty much the finished project, except there's stairs now. Um, but yeah, so it was, it, was a really, it was a really fun project. But if you'll go to the first photo, Susie, that I, just go back to the first photo real quick. Okay, yeah, so that's the old deck. Um, if I had a name, like one good quality about the old deck, it would dangerous. I, I don't know. Like it was, it was just it was. You could tell like by what, how I'm describing it, it was old. And from that picture, it's just it's in really rough, really bad shape. And you can go to the next photo, Susie. Thank you. And see all that wood. Um, as we like tore it down, we would carry it from where the deck was at to like a burn pile. And I'd be like picking up these things of wood, and my fingers would just be going through the wood. And and the wood was just. You could tell the deck had been there a long time. And, and the wood was just really bad condition, and it was rotted. And, and overall, the deck, like I said, it was dangerous. It wasn't stable anymore. It wasn't something that we could stand on and be safe anymore. So we built the new deck. So you can go ahead and go to the next photo. Okay, so we built the new deck. So we put in these new long beams and these really heavy, believe me, heavy um, beams that we had to carry and uh, put in place. And... Um, and so we started building the new deck. And the new deck, it was a really fun project. You know, Chris helped, Chris helped me a lot um, with, with, with the project. Um, and that's a complete joke because I don't know anything about building anything. Um, but yeah, it, it was a really fun time and I got to learn a lot of things. But anyway, like I said, the wood was, was new and it was strong and it was heavy. And um, the deck now, you can go to the next photo. The deck, oh, and the next one, I'm sorry. Yeah, the, the deck now, you can obviously tell, is in a lot better shape than what the old deck was in. And it's sturdy, and, and if I mean to quote Paul here, he used to say all the time, that deck ain't going nowhere. <laughs> because we made sure that the wood that's there now is a lot more sturdier than that, the old wood that was there. Now, why do I tell you this whole story? It's not to tell you and brag about the fact that we have a deck or that we did all this. That's, that's really not the reason. <clears throat> it's because I want to tell you how we had a deck that was built with bad materials and we had a, a deck that was built with bad foundations. And a lot of the times, and when I say we, I mean me, we, I'll include me in that, build our lives on bad foundations as well. We use the wrong 
materials. We use materials that are dangerous. We, we build our lives around things that are unstable. We stand on foundations that are dangerous. And we have to ask ourselves, what, what are we building our foundations on? We have to look in our lives and say, what am I building my life around? <clears throat> and I'd say in this country specifically, not worldwide, I'd say in this country specifically, one that this country builds its foundations on the most is money. And I'm not trying to say that you shouldn't try and be successful or provide for your family. But what I'm trying to tell you is that our society really pushes be successful, go make lots of money, and use it on yourself. You know, use it on yourself. And that's something that growing up that I thought about a lot was that after high school, I'm going to go get a job. I'm going to go make a whole lot of money, and that's... And I'm going to be successful. I'm going to, get, I'm going to get out of here and move to Washington, D.C. or New York or somewhere like that. That's what I was thinking when I was a teenager. But we can't let money be our foundation. Why can't we let money be our foundation? Because it's just like that old deck. It's not stable. It's unstable. It's dangerous. And it won't last. Now, just for a second, and I know I'm going through my notes really fast, so I talk like five minutes at youth group, so I tried to make it longer, but I don't know how long this is going to take, but I don't think it's going to take very long at all. But just for a second, I want to swap the word foundation with a little word that we know as faith. Now, Walker, do me a favor. I want you to stand up. Give him a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Now, Walker, I want you to do something very complicated. I want you to sit back down. Now, Walker, when you sat back down, did you even think about that chair being, like, collapsing on you? No, it's a nice chair. No, a nice chair. But you put your faith in that chair, right? Yeah. You have faith that that chair isn't going to fall as soon as that you try and sit down. So I can put my faith in a chair to hold me when I sit down, but in 50 years, is that chair going to be in that same shape? Is that chair going to be completely stable? Yeah, I don't know. It's not something that I can build my life on forever because it doesn't last. <clears throat> so I'm going to say this, and I'm, they're never going to let me preach again because I say this. But I can put my faith in Patrick Mahomes <laughs> to win us whole bunch of Super Bowls. But here's the thing. In 25 years, he ain't even going to be playing for the Chiefs. And he may have 24 or 20 Super Bowls, but he ain't going to be playing for them anymore. I cannot put my salvation into Patrick Mahomes because it doesn't last. It won't last. So I can put my faith, going back to money, I can put my faith in money and I can make money my foundation of my life and have it be what I build my life on, but it cannot be my salvation. We cannot build our lives on bad foundation. So now that I've, I mean, I told you my, what I'm going to be talking about is how we build our lives on good foundations. So now that I've just been talking about bad foundations, why don't we talk about good foundations? Let's talk about what a good foundation is. And well, we kind of already talked about it. We kind of already read it. Susie, if you'll go back to Matthew 7, 24 through 27. Anyone who listens to my teaching, now this is Jesus talking, 
Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. So what is a good foundation? Well, from what we just read, Jesus. Right? Jesus. Jesus said in that scripture, the wise man builds a house on, on Jesus, on his teaching, and the foolish builds his house on sand. We sometimes build our house, we're foolish because we build our house on, on money. We build our house on sand. But really the only one we can build our foundation on is Jesus. Jesus is the only one that can get us through the storms of this life. It's not money. It's not Patrick Mahomes. Sorry, Bradley. <laughs> it's not Patrick Mahomes and Walker, I'm going to make you and I'm going to make this first two rows upset. It's not the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's not. We like to think it and we obsess about it, but it's not. The only one that we can build our foundation on is Jesus. <clears throat> so what does that look like? What does building your foundation on Jesus look like? Well, he says, anyone who hears my teaching and obeys it is a wise man who builds their house on rock. So what did Jesus tell us to do? He told us to love. And that's what I'm going to be talking about, is that building your foundation on Jesus and his teachings is to have a foundation that is built and that portrays love. To have Jesus be the foundation of our life is to have a foundation built on love. Even Jesus, when he's asked about what the greatest commandments are, I can't, I'm not even sure, maybe it was Bradley who said it last week or maybe it was Walker who said it at youth. But he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and your mind and your strength and to love your neighbor as yourself. In the same chapter where we find in Matthew 7, in the same chapter, he begins, Matthew 7 begins with, don't judge one another. Well, this is what I'm going to say. If you're really judging someone, do you really love them? Because if we're to love somebody as we love ourselves and we love ourselves completely, then we're supposed to love somebody, even the bad parts of them. Right? So now I'm going to go back to what I was talking about, about why I wanted to start the youth group. I, I, I saw myself in my life, looking back, I didn't really have anything good to stand on when I came out of high school. I didn't have solid foundations. And so the main reason I wanted to start youth group was actually two reasons. I was bored and I wanted something to do. <laughs> but the main reason, and the main reason though, was because I had the thought of, okay, I'll go ahead and say this real quick. We, the church really, I'm not saying this church specifically, I'm saying the church, some churches, the church, um, really puts like, kids as an afterthought. It's like, Bradley, the, the, the young people, it's seen a lot that they're the future of the church, not that they are the church. And, and that they should, like, when they're 16 years old, they don't have to really take God seriously. And that, like, you, you don't need to take God seriously until you start paying taxes. That's basically what it is. <laughs> <clears throat> but what if we could get them to start taking God seriously or building their life on a foundation of Jesus' teachings of love before they're in their 20s or their 30s 
or even in their 40s. But what if they're 16? Or what if they're 15? Well, why not 14? Well, why not 13? Well, why not 12? <laughs> so that's what, that's basically all I wanted to say today. But the youth group, my goal for it is to instill in them a foundation on believing in Jesus and his teachings and to, to continue to spread the love that he shows for us and that he told us to share, share to others. So I know this sermon wasn't um, really the usual time span, especially compared to Bradley's a few weeks ago. <laughs> but it's the longest one I think I've ever preached. Seven pages of notes. But anyway, build your foundations on Jesus. And I'm not telling you that because I'm trying to judge all of you and saying, Hannah, you're not building your foundation on Jesus. You demon child. I'm not saying that to all of you. I am saying it to Hannah. Just... <laughs> really, really. She does need to do something. But I'm, I'm saying all this because in my life, I've done the same thing. I've built my life on bad foundations, and I still do. But if we can do it to this church and do it to our young people, then why can't that spread? Let's build our foundations on Jesus. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you.